Welcome to the Five Smooth Stones podcast with Daniel Watts, the director of the EGM Institute. Hello, Daniel Watts here with our Five Smooth Stones podcast. These podcasts are focusing on the five qualities of a life-changing children's ministry, and they're found in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, Relationship, Experience, Truth, Discussion, and Response. This week, we're focused on the second of the five qualities from Deuteronomy 6, Experience. Experience is a powerful teacher. If we just stop and think about that, we realize how experiences have shaped and molded our lives. It certainly affected how I drive through Big Pine, California. When I was a college student, I developed a short-lived love for snow skiing. When I got married, budgetary realities terminated that hobby. I loved to ski at Mammoth Mountain in the eastern Sierra, about six hours north of where I lived at the time. Being young and energetic, a few guys would pile into my truck and we would leave home around midnight and arrive at the mountain at about six in the morning and then ski all day. We would drive back that night. I know that sounds crazy, but you do that sort of thing when you're 20 years old. Naturally, driving through the middle of the night, speed limits were exceeded which was the case as we breezed through Big Pine, California, speed limit 35 miles per hour. Unknown to me, our all-night drive had become popular among the young and impetuous, and there was a number of cars making their way up to Mammoth in the wee hours of the morning, many of them in a hurry. As a result, the local sheriff had set up a little speed trap in which I became ensnared. After reviewing my license and insurance and informing me that I was driving 50 miles an hour, I cringed, waiting for the big ticket. Instead, he told me that he was going to be real nice and let me off with a warning. Then he said something like, the next time I drove through Big Pine, I would remember how nice the sheriff was and slow down. Then everyone else would think I saw the sheriff's speed trap and they'd all slow down as well, making for a safer little town. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> to this day, that's been a while ago, whenever I drive through Big Pine, California, I slow down below, below the speed limit because experience is a powerful teacher. Of course, God knows that. It's evident in his calling of Moses in Exodus 3 and 4. Last week, we noted God's relational approach and now we see the experiential activities he introduces in calling Moses, particularly Exodus 4, 2 through 9. So let me read that passage. The Lord said to him, What's that in your hand? He said, A staff. And he said, Throw it on the ground. So he threw the staff on the ground. It became a snake, and Moses drew back from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Reach out your hand and seize it by the tail. So he reached out his hand and grasped it, and it became a staff in his hand. So that they may, be, may believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. Again the Lord said to him, Put your hand inside your coat, your cloak. He put his hand into his cloak, and when he took it out, his hand was leprous, as white as snow. 
Then God said, put your hand back into your cloak. So he hit it, put his hand back into his cloak. And when he took it out, it was restored like the rest of his body. If they will not believe you or heed the first sign, they may believe the second sign. If they will not believe even these two signs or heed you, you should take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground, and the water that you shall take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. He's communicated the truth to Moses in Exodus 3, 7 through 10, which we'll look at next week. Moses is reluctant to accept God's calling, leading to a lengthy discussion between God and Moses, found in Exodus 3.11 through 4.13. In the latter half of that discussion, which I just read, we find two very famous experiential activities designed to teach Moses. The first is found in Exodus 4.1-5, when God instructs Moses to take his shepherd's staff, made from wood, throw it on the ground. Doing just that, God turns the wooden staff into a snake, and Moses runs away just like I would. I hate snakes. God calls him back and instructs him to pick up the snake by the tail, and when Moses does, it returns to a wooden form. This dramatic experiential activity was not only to reassure Moses and persuade him, but to assure the Israelites of Moses' calling. The second and equally dramatic experiential activity follows in Exodus 4, 6-8. We just read it. God tells Moses to stick his hand inside his cloak, and when he does and draws it out, his hand is leprous. And again, not, as on, not only is God reassuring Moses of his immense power, he's given Moses a second experiential activity to reassure him and the Israelites. These are referred to as signs in verse 8, but are certainly experiential activities designed to overcome Moses' reluctance and fear. Prior to this, the calling has been primarily cognitive and focused on Moses' thinking. These experiential activities bring the calling into the reality of touch, smell, and our other sensory perceptions. This combined with the truth in Exodus 3, 7 through 10 makes the effect of the calling all the more compelling as evidenced in Moses' ultimate response. In this calling narrative, we find experiential activities used by God as a teaching method with Moses. I don't believe that we can go wrong when we use a method modeled by God himself. This last Sunday, I saw the way that experiential activities engage children with God's Word, myself. This can also characterize your ministry with children as you seek to engage them through all their senses. Just like Moses, children learn through hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, and experiencing truth. Unfortunately, our commit to, commitment to a secular educational approach places almost all the emphasis on giving the children information. And this is simply not biblical, as evidenced by our earlier study of Deuteronomy 6, 4-9, through 9, and this example of God's teaching Moses. This coming weekend, think of some way that you can include an experiential activity in your children's ministry. For help, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.com. Org. Look forward to seeing you next week.
We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our next Five Smooth Stones podcast will be this same time next week. To learn more about life-changing children's ministry, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.org.